listening to the Life Edit Project podcast, where busy, ambitious high achievers get the tools they need to fight overwhelm and overthinking with balance, self-mastery, and a positive mindset. I'm your host, Elizabeth Burroughs. I'm serving up bite-sized truth bombs in a judgment-free zone based on my perspective as a life coach, wife, mom, and recovering overachiever. We keep it real over here, which usually means some combination of insightful, entertaining, and a hot mess express. So if you're looking for perfection, look elsewhere. But if you're still with me, let's dig into this week's episode. Good day, good people. Welcome back to the Life Edit Project podcast. We are still working our way through the postseason, so I've got another rebroadcast for you this week. I promise it's good stuff. You want to stick around. Uh, Right now, as I record this intro, we are less than three weeks away from 2024. Can you believe it? Like, seriously, where did the year go? And it occurred to me that many of you are probably starting to think about or are already thinking about what you want to do in the new year. So I'm dusting off a live stream I did on Instagram about two years ago as we were headed into 2022. Now, don't let the years fool you. The tools I'm offering you in this episode, the questions I'm offering you are timeless. You could literally use these every single year as a prelude to setting your goals for the new year. So take notes, play it back a few times if you need to, put what you learn into action. Also, as a reminder, this was originally recorded as a live stream video in my living room, not in a soundproof studio because this was not a podcast episode, so there might be a little more background noise than normal. Uh, Also, my daughter Naomi definitely video bombed me because it was a video. She video bombed me towards the end and she makes her presence known. And I didn't try to stop her. I just kind of rolled with it. So enjoy that little slice of real life because, you know, we keep it real and unfiltered over here. Lastly, I do want to remind you, I'm not just a podcaster. I'm a life coach, y'all. And so if what you get from me here on this show is helping you in your real life, one, I expect it to <laughs> because I bring you good stuff. That's, that's how I come. But also you would benefit even more if you were to work with me as your own personal life coach. So instead of just listening to these episodes once a week, you could get a private coaching session with me each week where you have my undivided attention and all of my coaching expertise at your disposal. With that kind of support, you can find a way to solve any problem and move through anything that has you stuck. And you can have that kind of support going into 2024. To get started, all you have to do is tap the link in the show notes to book a sales call with me to talk about my one-on-one coaching program. We can do big things together in 2024. And I'm ready to get started when you are. Okay, that's all the intro for today. It's time to dig into the meat and potatoes of this episode as I give you three questions to ask yourself before setting goals for the new year. Let's go. set yourself up for success in the new year, first make sure that you take stock of how this past year has been. If you want to be successful, you've got to do some reflecting. I'm going to give you three questions that you can use to reflect on how 2021 has gone for you so that you can set up yourself for a better 2022. 
Are you in? Let's get started. Uh, before we dig in, a quick introduction. My name is Elizabeth Burrows, and I am the founder and the creator and the life and mindset coach behind the Life Edit Project. Uh, I am here to help you get your life, right? Uh, I, I uh, Like I said, I'm a life coach, I'm a mindset coach, and I help my clients unpack and declutter their minds so that they can prioritize themselves without shame, guilt, or overwhelm. Uh, and ultimately, that sets them up to create the results that they want in their lives. Now, what's this got to do with the new year and closing out the year strong? Well, I find that this time of year, lots of folks are thinking about New Year's resolutions, they're thinking about goal setting, and all of that is great. And of course, as a life coach, setting goals and, and making plans, that's kind of my jam, right? However, a step that a lot of people often miss is taking stock of where they are right now. The, the better, the more aware you are of where you are right now, what your starting point is, um, the better you can set goals for yourself in the future. Um, so I'm just going to go through um, what I, I've come up with three questions that you can use to reflect on how the past year has gone for you in order to um, then move on to like your goal setting and making your plans and creating your vision board and all that good stuff, all right? Now, do me a favor, if you're catching the replay or if you're on live, like this, comment, drop in the comments, let me know what it is that you're um, thinking about for the new year, what kind of questions you have, and whether or not this uh, video here is relatable for you and helpful. Okay, so first, why questions? Um, here's the thing. There's a whole lot of science and lots of research out there on why questions work so well for our brains. And essentially the answer is that our brains like to solve puzzles and questions are like puzzles that you put in front of your brain. And when there's a question, our brain likes to automatically seek out an answer. But... Our brains are also wired to be as efficient as possible and to use as little energy as possible, which also means that we're gonna take the lazy way out when it comes to answering questions. We're gonna try to find a, an answer that we already know. Uh, we're going to answer a question the way we think it might be um, instead of really digging for deeper answers just because it's easier, right? That's what our brains naturally do. And what this means is that in order to really get the, the biggest bang out of the questions you ask yourself, you've got to ask powerful questions. The right question can actually unlock creativity within your brain. The right question can really help you direct your attention where it needs to be and help you focus on the things that need your attention and your energy. Um, and, and also, good, powerful questions really uh, facilitate deeper learning within us, right? So um, this is why when you're in school, they use questions all the time. They don't just tell you things, they also ask questions because when you ask a question and then you answer it, it's a great way of figuring out if you actually know the answer. So without further ado, I'm gonna jump into these three questions. Hey, hey, thanks for popping into the live stream. Okay, so the first question, y'all know I got my notes. The first question that I'm gonna give you is this. Um, what happened this year that will matter five years from now? 
So I love this question because it is one that helps to put things into perspective for you, right? So when you're in the weeds of your life, when you're going through things, um, our emotions can be really intense. Um, and asking this kind of question is a great, is a great way of zooming out to, to see how the puzzle pieces fit together within the grand scheme of our lives, right? So when you're really in the weeds, or let's say life is a forest, right? When you're looking at the tree level, everything looks big and important and massive, but when you zoom out, you can get a better picture for things. And zooming out to, to figure out you know, what's going to be important five years from now is also a great way of kind of getting some emotional distance between what's happening and how we feel about it, right? So I, for example, may have had a really heated argument with my husband about, you know, who does the, the laundry, right? Or who folds the laundry, right? And that might feel really important right now, but five years from now, is that particular conversation or that issue going to be important? And in the grand scheme of things, in my household, the answer is going to be no, it won't be. However, this question also has the potential to really illuminate not so much what's going to be important, but how it will be important. And this is this is why I love this question. It's such a great one. It's very nuanced. So um, while ultimately a single conversation with my husband about who does the laundry might not be that important, having a conversation about how we split household chores, right, and the management of our household might have a huge impact on my life in the span of five years, right? Because if as a woman, I'm used to taking on so much more of the household activities and we have conversations about splitting things more equally, that's going to have a huge impact on my life, the time that I have available, and ultimately what I can do with my time. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's not so much the argument or how I felt about something. By the way, this is totally fictitious. This is not based on a true story, but um, it's something that could happen, right? Um, so it's not so much the argument, which is where all of the intense feelings are, that would be important, but potentially the conversation that it opens up and the decisions that are made as a result of that conversation and the things that might have been said during an argument. Do you see the difference? So the first question that you can use to reflect on what's, you know, what how, how the past year has been for you is, what happened this year that will matter five years from now? And it's a great way to kind of sift through the things that really matter and the things that don't. Uh, and and um, part of what happens that is that there are lots of things that feel really urgent right now. Um, they're what I like to call loud and hot. But just because things might be loud and hot doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually the things that are most important over the long term. So asking yourself what's going to matter five years from now is a great way to kind of put things into perspective and help you determine where you should be directing your energy, what really deserves your attention, right? Um, so that you can process things that you need to and move on with your life and ultimately carry that insight on into the new year. So that's the first question. The second question that you can ask as part of a, a year-end reflection is, what did I learn about myself this year? What did I learn about myself this year? 
I like this question because this is one that is designed to shift your perspective from a what happened to me to who am I? And that's a huge shift. When you're thinking about what happened, you get to be a passive observer of your life. But when you start thinking about who am I, now you're sitting from a place of empowerment where you actually have the ability to enact and create change within your own life. That's a powerful place to be. It's a powerful place to sit. And that is exactly the kind of power that you have to harness if you're going to be able to make 2022 any different than it was for you in 2021. You feel me? So what did I learn about myself this year? I also like this question. Um, I worded this question this way very specifically to be emotionally neutral. Right. So asking yourself what you learned about yourself, um, it's not either positive or negative. It leaves room for all kinds of insights to come up. Um, so asking yourself, what did I learn about myself? Maybe you learned that you're super resilient. Maybe you learned that um, you need eight hours of sleep. Maybe you learned that you're more introverted than you realize, right? Um, these are all things that don't have to be emotionally charged, right? Um, so hello, everybody. Thanks for popping in. So that's another powerful question. And when you make room um, for things to just come up, uh, you create possibilities for yourself to learn and to actually acknowledge things. And that's always super helpful. Um, the yeah so the first question was what happened this year that will matter five years from now the second question is what did i learn about myself this year and the third question da, 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 drum roll please where do i have opportunities to grow where do i have opportunities to grow so this is a, a really powerful question um, also because of the way it's worded. So what a lot of folks get wrong when they kind of do some of this reflecting and uh, taking stock of where they are is that they ask themselves, you know, what worked or what didn't work, right? And sometimes if you're, if you're, if you're not really practiced and disciplined at managing your mind, a question like what didn't work or what did I do wrong or what mistakes did I make is the kind of question that is just like giving your inner critic a megaphone and letting her go off on you, right? It opens up just more opportunities for self-criticism. And that is not an empowered place to be. When you feel, when you are attacking yourself and telling yourself how terrible you are, how many mistakes you made, right? That is not a, a that does not put you in a powerful mindset where you can then enact positive change in your life. So instead, asking the question, where do I have opportunities to grow? Um, it's not asking specifically like what was wrong. It is asking about possibilities. It is focused on possibilities instead of deficiencies. It's focused on abundance and growth instead of scarcity and lack. It is focused on the future 
and what paths are open before you as opposed to what happened in the past that you cannot change but that you feel terrible about. Do you see the difference? Do you see why this question is better than uh, a different type of question like what mistakes did I make? Um, also, using the word opportunities is one that is more open-ended as opposed to being really prescriptive, right? So asking yourself what opportunities you have to grow just allows you to identify potential areas where you might be able to take action. But then you can use those answers, those areas that you identify for growth to then create goals. You get to decide. So, so acknowledging the fact that you have an opportunity to grow is different than making a decision that you want to grow and how much you, growth you want to have, right? So, so I think of this question as kind of a warm up to more traditional goal setting. So, um, yeah, so asking yourself, what opportunities do I have to grow? And you get to list as many opportunities as you want, right? You get to identify as many opportunities um, as you can think of. And it doesn't mean you have to do anything with them all, um, but just getting practice at identifying opportunities for growth um, allows more possibilities to reveal themselves to you. So those are things that I like. So those are three questions that I am recommending as part of a year-end reflection. And what you can do with these questions is, um, so there's lots of ways that you can use them, right? You can talk yourself through them, right? So if you're someone who likes to process more verbally, open the voice memo app on your phone and talk out the answers and see what comes up. Um, if you like to write, you know, y'all know I'm a big fan of journaling and I have all my, my special notebooks and journals, um, you can use each one of these questions as a journal prompt and see what comes up, right? Uh, and you can take them all in one sitting or you can take them one journal prompt at a time, one question at a time, um, and journal the responses as they come. Um, but what's really most important is that you, two things. One, give yourself time to actually sit with the questions and come up with the answers. So if you just give yourself five minutes, your brain is gonna to default to trying to take the easy way out. And if you ask yourself, what opportunities do I have to grow? Your brain is gonna reach for the same things that it always reaches for in terms of mistakes and things you need to do differently, right? But taking the time to really sit with a question like that allows you to go farther, go deeper, and come up with newer answers and newer insights that maybe um, you haven't had before. So give yourself enough time to really sit through these, sit with these questions and work through the answers. The second thing that is really important if you're using these questions for any kind of year-end reflection is that you don't censor yourself. Give yourself permission to be fully honest and fully authentic with your responses. Nothing should be off limits because you don't have to do anything with these answers, right? Like take the pressure off. This is not a homework assignment. This is just a tool that's in your toolbox, something that you can use to inform your, your New Year's resolutions, which I'm not a fan of, or your goals for the next year, or you know whatever kind of plans you're making for 2022. These questions um, will just give you more information to work with as you put those things together. 
So have fun with it, right? Make it fun. Make a morning of it. Make an afternoon of it. Make an evening of it. Whatever it is that works for you, whenever you feel like your creative juices will be most responsive and flowy, like get into the flow, sit down with a good cup of coffee if that's your jam, or sit down with a good glass of wine, like whatever your jam is, right? Um, and allow yourself the time and space and freedom to just let it all come up and come out. And if you do this, I promise you that you will be in a solid position to really position yourself for a stronger and better new year in 2022. Yeah, that's my daughter, Naomi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Year, y'all. I hope this was helpful. If y'all have any questions, feel free to drop them into the comments. You know, I love a good question, so I love to respond to them. Um, What are you doing? I'm taking over. Oh, gosh. Oh, please. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so by the way, so y'all know I love really powerful questions. I would be remiss if if I did not mention the fact that powerful questions are part of what make coaching such a powerful tool for your personal development as well. So I've just gifted you three powerful questions that you can use to reflect. And by the way, you don't have to just wait until the end of the year to use these questions. These might be good questions, you know, if you tweak them a little bit, that you can pull out any time that you want to do some reflecting and take stock of where you are when you're getting ready to make some goals or make plans, right? So you don't have to just wait to pull these out once a year. You can pull them out anytime that might be useful for you. Um, yeah, so I wanted to make sure I said that. But if this was helpful to you, let me know. You can drop it in the comments. You can send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And if you're interested in getting some support and taking this work deeper, if you're interested in being supported with really powerful questions on a regular basis, to, to drive your attention and focus and creativity even more so that you can make 2022 your best year yet, hit me up and let's talk about life coaching and let's see if my style of mindset coaching is what you need. Um, we can hop on a free discovery call. We'll hop on a Zoom call and we'll talk about what coaching is. We'll talk about what kind of results you want to see in your life and you Go. get a chance to make a decision. You get a chance to make a decision about what you want to do. All right. So the link to schedule a discovery call, if you're interested, is in my bio. Um, Otherwise, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, Be sure to like and share this if it was helpful because, you know, someone else needs it, too. All right. Thanks so much. Peace. Yo, live your dreams. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Life Edit Project podcast. I'd love to hear what your favorite moment or key takeaway was from this conversation. You can send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to let me know. My handle is at Life Edit Project, all one word, in all the places. My social media is linked up in the show notes to make it easy for you. Holla at your girl. I'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, don't just stay busy with the life you have. Get busy creating the life you want.